0: It's once again time for Comics in Christ. In today's episode, never get involved in a land war in Asia. Let's join together in prayer. Precious and loving God, we turn to you. We look to you. We thank you for the importance and love that you give to our lives. And in the times that we ask or asked, Challenging questions. We learn to turn and look to you for the eternal answers. Today, God, as we continue this conversation we've been on for the last few weeks, we want to find through you places of redemption. Be our redemptive God, Lord. Speak today. Nothing happens unless it's sparked by you. Amen. Here we are. All good series are in threes, so today is our third and final conversation using images from the movie The Princess Bride to talk about the places and things that we are called to care for in our lives. A few weeks ago, we started this series and we looked at Enigo Montoya. And we looked at the idea of being perseverant in our faith, not giving up. Having a goal that we are constantly reaching out for in our understanding of justifying grace and being perseverant all the way to achieving that goal and that prize. Last week we looked at love. And we looked at what true love can motivate us to do. Responding to a love outside of us, living up and being empowered and driven by a love that means so much to us, and how the actions of that love can reveal so many things in our lives. Now, today we're going to move it one step forward because we live in our lives with challenges we feel in our lives, because that we believe in something, we feel challenged by things outside of us that causes us to truly address and to work on and to be able to proclaim what it is that we believe in. Today, we are going to use what is probably one of the most well-known movie clips from the... Princess Bride, we are going to look at how the Zeni, the Sicilian, challenges the dread Pirate Roberts Wesley and challenges him to come up with answers so that he can stay on his path and continue his drive towards his goal. I want us to look at that today as of all things we tie it with this scripture from Matthew today that uh Dr. Ray Aller has has read so well. Cause we look at this conversation and I, I when when I started thinking about how to do the third week and I never yeah, I never talked about Vizini yet and 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 these and how can you how can you have a Princess Bride uh sermon series without talking about the Sicilian and the and the three bandits uh, in this conversation. And it's really cool how the imagery that we're about to watch between Vizzini and and Wesley, the dread pirate Roberts, in this conversation. And it's cool how that imagery leaks in with the scripture from Matthew. As as a lawyer the one that knows everything and has an answer for everything and knows how to ask the questions to fumble someone else up. It's funny how that imagery between Vizzini and, and Wesley links into this conversation with the lawyer and Christ. So we're going we're gonna to look at the, this, this movie clip probably one of the most well-known parts of this movie. And we're going to talk about what it means to truly know the full story, to truly train and be prepared for whatever may come, and the things that we have to do, the ways that we study, that we train, that we find our foundation in what we believe in, so that when we, are addressed with challenges from those outside of us because of what we believe in. We don't find ourselves in a reactionary place, but we can have a place of comfort and calm and cool and deal with what's happening in front of us in such a way that through that calmness, through that cool presence, we can continue our mission and not be stopped because of unexpected challenges that come our way. Here, enjoy, enjoy this, this conversation between Vizzini and, and Wesley the Dread Pirate Roberts.
1: So, it is down to you. And it is down to me. If you wish her dead, by all means, keep moving forward. Let me explain. There's nothing to explain. You're trying to kidnap what I've rightfully stolen. Perhaps an arrangement can be reached? There will be no arrangement,
2: and you're killing her. Well, if there can be no arrangement, then we are at an impasse. I'm afraid so.
1: I can't compete with you physically. And you're no match for my brains. You're that smart. Let me put it this way. Have you ever heard of Plato, Aristotle,
2: Socrates? Yes. Morons. Really? In that case, I challenge you to a battle of wits. For the princess? To the death? I accept. Good. Then pour the wine. Hale this, but do not touch.
1: I smell nothing.
2: What you do not smell is called iocane powder. It is odorless, tasteless, dissolves instantly in liquid, and is among the more deadly poisons known to man. Where is the poison? The battle of wits has begun. It ends when you decide and we both drink and find out who is right and who is dead. But it's so
1: simple. All I have to do is divine from what I know of you. Are you the sort of man who would put the poison into his own goblet or his enemies? Now, a clever man would put the poison into his own goblet because he would know that only a great fool would reach for what he was given. I'm not a great fool, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. But you must have known I was not a great fool. You would have counted on it, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of me. You've made your decision, then? (laughs) Not remotely, because Iocane comes from Australia, as everyone knows. And Australia is entirely peopled with criminals. And criminals are used to having people not trust them as you are not trusted by me, so I
2: can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. Truly, you have a dizzying intellect wait till i get going where was i australia yes
1: australia and you must have suspected i would have known the powder's origin so i can clearly not choose the wine in front of me
2: you're just stalling now
1: you'd like to think that wouldn't you you've beaten my giant which means you're exceptionally strong so you could have put the poison in your own goblet trusting on your strength to save you so i can clearly not choose the wine in front of you but you've also bested my spaniard which means you must have studied. And in studying, you must have learned that man is mortal. So you would have put the poison as far from yourself as possible so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of me.
2: You're trying to trick me into giving away something. It won't work.
1: It has worked. You've given everything away. I know where the poison is.
2: Then make your choice.
1: I will. And I choose. What in the world can that be? What? Where?
2: I don't see anything. Oh
1: have I? Sworn I saw something. uh, No matter. (laughs) What's so funny? I'll I'll tell you in a minute. First, let's drink. Me from my glass, and you from yours.
2: (laughs) You guessed wrong.
1: You only think I guessed wrong. That's what's so funny. I switched glasses when your back was turned. Ha! <laughs> ha! You fool! You fell victim to one of the classic blunders. The most famous is never get involved in a land war in Asia. But only slightly less well known is this: never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line. Ha! 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 Who are you?
2: I am no one to be trifle with. That is all you ever need know. Have to think. All that time it was shortcut that was poisoned. They were both poisoned. I spent the last few years building up an immunity to Iocane powder.
0: So the battle of wits had begun. In this video clip we see Vizzini being the person who tries to tip the tread pirate Rob Roberts Wesley's hand to reveal information, to to share things. He he goes on this verbal monologue. And if if you love superhero movies, James Bond movies, the main villain always goes on this monologue that ends up foiling themselves because they took too long to talk than to be people of action. We we see Vizzini in this verbal monologue with Wesley, the Dread Pirate Roberts, trying to get Wesley to tip his hand and to reveal what's taking place. The verbal challenge. Let's tie that imagery into this conversation between the lawyer and Christ. The lawyer, again... And not trying to make any lawyer jokes here, but lawyers gain control through conversation. And this lawyer in the book of Matthew speaking to Christ is trying to both gain power for himself by having Christ show a flaw in what he believes and what he understands. The, the battle of wits that is taking place between this lawyer and Christ is the lawyer trying to gain control through asking the right questions, through proposing the right principles, and through saying things in such a way that it, it, it fumbles, it would fumble Christ, it would show Christ to become reactionary in some way, and for Christ to reveal something that would even give more power to the lawyer. That's what's happening in this conversation. It, it's, so be- it's so beautifully seen in this movie clip uh, from The Princess Bride, in this conversation between Vizzini, the Sicilian, and Wesley, the Dread Pirate Roberts. He goes through this this long tirade of showing how much that he knows. Vizzini, just spouting knowledge, spouting everything that he knows that could show his mental superiority over what Wesley is presenting as his mission. His mission to continue on this journey to be reconnected to Princess Buttercup. As the lawyer in this scripture in Matthew, I kind of I see that Vazini kind of idea in the lawyer because I, I, we, we, we see this part of the conversation between Christ and the lawyer in the writing of Matthew, and sometimes my brain starts to daydream there's, there's something that gave this lawyer the uh, cultural authority to be the one who stepped forward to challenge Christ. It, it just wasn't some moment of happenstance that everybody stepped aside and let him be the leader of this conversation. There was something that, that has happened in this lawyer's p- place of cultural importance that made him the person to have this conversation with Christ. And I just I kind of daydream and I I see this imagery of the lawyer having conversations with other people much like Vizini is having with Wesley the dread pirate Roberts in in this conversation. There has been somewhere that that this lawyer has has spouted everything that he knows and everything that he understands and he's, he's knocked the, the people that he's been talking to off their perch, that they become reactionary people and they become the ones who lose the arguments because they fall off of the foundation of what they know and what they trust. And they become so reactionary that the lawyer has them in the palms of, of his hands. He just crushes them away. Oh, we see this in the in the relationship with Vizini and Fezzik and, and Inigo Montoya. You know, Vizini is such this talker that he he keeps control in his relationship with Fezzik, who was played by Andre the Giant, and Anigo Montoya, uh, played by Mandy Patinkin. Uh, we see him keep. Control of that relationship by always being the one who spouts out everything that he knows. He keeps control of the conversation so that he remains the one in charge. So we see Vizini have control of those relationships, but then he runs into Wesley the Dread Pirate Roberts, the non-reactionary presence in the situation. And he tries to do everything that we see him do with Fezik, with Enigo Montoya, but Wesley's not reacting. He's not giving in. And he has his place where he stays. You see, there is a blessing of being able to, to train and prepare ourselves. There is a blessing in knowing history and having knowledge and sharing it in such a way that it becomes the foundation of our being and not a showcase of what we know. And that's the difference between Wesley the Dread Pirate Roberts and and Vizzini in this conversation. It is the difference between the lawyer and Jesus Christ in this conversation that's taking place in Matthew. Again, I can only imagine all of the conversations the lawyer has had that had made him the one chosen to have this conversation with Christ. But we get to see the conversation that he has with Christ. And this lawyer knows the history of the law, he knows the history of faith, and he starts to use those things to challenge Christ. And he starts to ask things based and rooted in the cultural history, and anything that Jesus Christ says counterculture to the cultural history can be something that that lawyer uses to defunct him and can push him away and convince people to not listen to what Christ is sharing. But Christ is there as this calm, cool presence because he's already trained, he's already knowledgeable and he knows what to say, not to display what he knows but to support the mission that he is currently a part of. Let's tie this back into the movie clip because this is the, this is the, the cool part. Wesley knows how this is going to end because Wesley had trained, prepared himself for this situation to, to come along, not just for his knowledge or, of conversation, but he, he physically trained for his immunity to this Iocane powder that was the, the, the poison in the pot that brought Vizzini to his foil. See, what we know about Christ is Christ knew the whole story before he walks into this picture, into this conversation with the lawyer because Christ is God. Christ knew what would happen. Christ knows what's going to happen. Christ knew the whole story and he was on the journey and he knew the story before it started and he knows the resurrection that's to come. And as Christ is on this conversation with the lawyer, he doesn't have to be reactionary. He doesn't have to give up more than he wants to because Christ is able to stay focused on what he wants to teach as he's in this moment. Where in the first way that we are looking at this video clip and the way that we're talking about this conversation between the lawyer and Christ, the way that we're talking about this conversation between Vizzini and Wesley the Dread Pirate Roberts, we see a person that wants control, that desires control, and does everything that he can do to keep it, Including over talking and overrunning, and keeping all of the focus on his desires, and then we see the cool, calm presence that comes in and understands that power doesn't come with volume, that strength doesn't come with sharing more than you need to share, and sometimes you just need that cool, calm presence to say what needs to be heard that's trained and understands and knows not just what was but what will be and to stay calm and confident in the mission. That's what happens with Christ in this because Christ knows the history. See, this lawyer is trying to stump him and get him to react based on history. If he says anything contrary to the history of the faith, anything contradictory to the history of the law, this lawyer's got him. But Christ knows, and Christ's response is, here is what is summed up in the law. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. And love your neighbor as you love yourself. All the laws are based on what it means to live in a productive culture. What it means to love something outside of your yourself. If you look at the commandments of the law, love the Lord, have no gods before me. Don't covet things. Love God first. And then it's, thou shalt not k- kill. Thou shalt not be envious. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. It's all of these things that talk about caring for your neighbor. And as we learn and see how Christ displays the love of God and the love of your neighbor, Christ describes the law so perfectly that the lawyer can't do anything about it. And Christ is able to move forward cool and calm and begin to continue to show and display what the new way will open up for the greater world. Now, now, the, the whole story with this Iocane powder and, and the prince's bride, it's Wesley spending time preparing, preparing his body, preparing his spirit, hey, he, building up an immunity to something that becomes the major tool in him moving towards a place of restoration for he and Buttercup. So we see these two things and we see it very clearly in the scripture of Matthew. We see the one that knows everything and that it's desiring power and doing everything to keep the power. We see in the scripture very clearly the one who comes that is the calm, cool, educated, learned presence that doesn't react, but responds but then there's the thing that matters the most. And I always share this about Christ. There is no wasted motion with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is not just taking part in a conversation with the person that we see Christ speaking to in multiple situations, not just this one with the lawyer, but Christ is also speaking and teaching everyone that's around him watching. We don't see that so clearly, but we realize it the more that we look at the Scripture. We see and hear Christ Being a non-reactionary presence responding to the one who has always used words and knowledge to command power for himself. And Christ begins as a non-reactionary presence to respond to that. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. And love your neighbor as you love yourself. That is the encompassing presence of the law. And Christ doesn't just baffle the lawyer, but he's also teaching everyone that's watching around him what's next. Watch me. What's next? That does happen in this movie clip. And again, it's not as visible and as present, but there is this construction of redemption that comes because of this place of Wesley's conversation with Vezini, There is a place that opens the door when the louder voice is removed from the conversation. There are so many other places of redemption that we start to see. Where that Vezic, the, the character played by Andre the Giant, and, and Enigo Montoya, played by Mandy Patinkin, were the fellow bandits... With Vezini. Now that the louder voice of Vezini is taken away, from that moment on, we can begin to see places of redemption that start to open up for Vezic and Inigo Montoya. We begin to see a place of redemption that takes place within the relationship between Wesley and Princess Buttercup. All of these places of redemption that are sparked in the moment that the calm, non-reactionary presence of the hero overcomes the loud, power-grabbing voice of the villain. as we look at that in our real lives, as we look at what it means to deal with these these mental challenges that come along in our lives. There's so much that takes place in our world that's loud and power-drawing and power-grabbing, and we don't know what to do, and sometimes other than the shout and the scream. Or we rest in the reality that there are places that we have trained, that we have focused, that we have grown, that we have prepared ourselves, and we trust in that preparation to take a major challenge and to step out and to do something brave that not just sets us free from that one mental sparring match, that one emotional challenge but it also opens doors for others to find freedom as well. In this movie, The Princess Bride, as the dread pirate Roberts Wesley beats Vizzini in this mental sparring war, it doesn't just set him free to move forward with Princess Buttercup for them to find restoration in their relationship of love. It also enables Fazek to find restoration in his life and moving away from being one of the three bandits. It enables Enigo Montoya to find restoration as he continues his journey of perseverance to avenge his father's death. In the scripture in Matthew, it's Jesus Christ that begins to help others find their place of restoration because he was able to reap away the louder power drawing element so that others could connect to that peaceful, calm presence of a Redeemer who has come to die, to be buried, and to raise again for us to all find true. Restoration. Hold on to that idea. That's that's fun. This is the first time that I've I've used this "Love your neighbors, you love yourself" conversation and have talked solely about the situation of the conversation. Normally, I use this scripture to talk about who are our neighbors, and normally I t- use this to talk about how that we go out and serve. And believe it or not, I still did. <laughs> I still did, because even in talking about the mental sparring match that takes place between the lawyer and Jesus Christ, we are talking about all the things that come that draw powers away from our neighbors who have deep needs in the world, and how these neighbors that have deep needs in the world need to have this cool, calm presence wander into their story. And participate in the conversations so that they can find resurrection, redemption, and restoration in their lives. Hold on to all these things. I, I, I hope that you've enjoyed these last few weeks of this conversation using movie clips from The Princess Bride. Um, may the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you as you deal with the loud power-drawing voices in the world. I hope that you find the calm, cool, prepared presences in the world that bring peace, calm, and understanding. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. This has been a presentation of DWO Podcasting.